Hey guys, welcome back to another Ask Dr. Anna segment. Today we are talking about the postpartum period. Dr. Anna, tell us why you're so passionate about this. Yeah. Um, so I am passionate about care in the postpartum period because um, in my experience after having a baby um, and, you know, just seeing friends and family members go through uh, childbirth in the postpartum period, what I have found is that there's not enough um, attention to people in the postpartum period. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, just check-ins with a provider, lab work, um, checking in to make sure that 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 the postpartum person is thriving and feeling good and happy and cared for. hundred percent. Yeah. And you actually have a whole article that you wrote about this that is linked through your Instagram. It's on the Rupa Health magazine called, and it's called Top Labs to Run on Your Postpartum Patients, but that's not all it's about. It's about so much more. So yeah mentioned labs in part because like you said, there's just a lack of labs or really follow up at all. And this period is really a medical period. There's a lot going on. Your hormones are drastically changing. You are probably pretty sleep deprived and stressed. You may be breastfeeding for the first time. There's a lot of physiologic changes and that can really cause a lot of changes in the body that are typically not even measured or Uh corrected. Yeah. So how would you change that? Like, what do you think should happen during the postpartum period? And you can start with like whatever aspect of this you want, labs, nutrition, care, like go, go off. Yeah. Um, So I think that first and foremost, there should be more um, visits during the postpartum period. So kind of conventionally, I guess, um, people get that, that visit six weeks postpartum, you check in make sure everything's good, you know, answer questions from your doctor. And typically that's the visit where they will clear you for, um, you know, sexual intercourse, if if that's something that you feel ready for, and uh, physical activity, so exercise, um, which I have lots of <laughs> opinions about that as well. But a lot of times that's, you know, people are kind of at six weeks, you're just, you're still healing. You may still be bleeding. It's just a lot to, um, it's, it's an overwhelming kind of time period. Um, and also at that visit, usually labs are not run unless there's something very specific that the, the patient asks for, or they have a very kind of specific complaint. Um, and so I think that, you know, you should have obviously keep the six week appointment. Um, and then I think you should have another a- appointment three to six months postpartum. Um, and then about a, a-, a about a year postpartum or about three, six, three to six months after you finish breastfeeding. Um, and this is because your hormones are changing. Um, so at that three month mark, you do see kind of a dramatic shift in estrogen and progesterone. So they're really starting to come back down to baseline at around that time. Um, so it's really helpful to have labs run and kind of see where you're at. Um, additionally, pregnancy really is taxing, obviously. So your baby is is using all of the nutrients that you are getting from your diet and supplements. Um, so it's important to see like where you're at also. Um, so where where's your iron? What's your vitamin D looking like? Um, what is your lipid panel looking like? Um, 
you know, all of those things are really important um, in the postpartum period. I love it. And, and let's clarify why. So guys, if your iron is low, for example, and your postpartum, you might be feeling super fatigued and just blaming it on sleeplessness. Iron deficiency anemia will also cause really bad anxiety for some people, palpitations. The last thing you want when you're trying to care for a newborn is to be super fatigued and having palpitations and anxiety. No, like we can do better (laughs) and it's easy. We just give you a pill or food, right? Same thing with vitamin D, like vitamin D can be involved in hair loss, mood issues, poor wound healing. Dr. Anna goes into all of this in her article, um, decreased immunity. You definitely don't be, you know, want to be getting sick. Um, that's just one less thing that you need. So these are all things we can really easily fix if we can catch them. And we can actually prevent a lot of this stuff by doing good care beforehand. So that's why a lot of clients, Dr. Anna, when they see you, we're encouraging them to see you during, you know, like preconception pregnancy, and then to have regular follow-ups with you in the postpartum period. And that, that can be virtual or phone. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really love about when clients see you is like, they don't have to drive anywhere. They don't have to put the baby in the car. Like they just hop on the phone. They ask you, you fix things. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with like, you mentioned lipids. And so for those of you at home, like we're talking about, yes, cholesterol and that lipids panel, you'll see your doctor run for you, but also omega threes. Um, and why would you be checking those Dr. Anna? Um, so omega threes are also, you know, really important for healing for our brain health, cardiovascular health. Um, but there's also a lot of studies that show that an omega three deficiency, um, has been linked to postpartum depression. So, um, and same with a lot of these nutrients, actually omega threes, iron, vitamin D, um, there's lots of great research out there to show that deficiencies in these certain nutrients and a few others, um, have been linked to postpartum depression. So if we can catch these things early, um, you know, like Dr. Kate was saying, in during pregnancy um, and early on in that postpartum period, we can really help you to feel good and feel better in your body and help you heal um, and, you know, and help you to, to have more of a connection with your baby and, you know, and feel good in this kind of new journey that that you're on. Hmm. I love it. So part of what I love that you mentioned is that you bring up estrogen and progesterone and progesterone and magnesium in particular alter the way GABA works in our bodies and really can give us a very calming influence. And so without them, if we have deficiencies in them, we can feel really on edge, anxious, even angry. Um, there's actually studies that like omega threes and magnesium can help to treat anger. And so guys, if you're at home being like, oh my God, all I wanted to do in this postpartum period was feel happy and blissed out with my new baby. And instead I'm anxious and irritable and I'm like yelling at my partner, um, magnesium and omega-3s and progesterone, let, let us introduce you to those. Like <laughs> things can be better. Um, what One of the other things that you mentioned that people should consider checking um, is thyroid. And so talk to us a little bit about like why you mentioned that. Yeah. So, um, you know, during pregnancy, there's a shift in your thyroid hormone, um, because your, your baby, um, is literally again, you know, using, using that from you. Um, and so postpartum thyroiditis, which, um, you know, can show up at first as hyperthyroidism and then eventually as hypothyroidism. So symptoms like fatigue, um, feeling cold and just, you know, hair loss, 
Um, that is actually pretty common um, in the postpartum period. So it happens in about 5% of people who give birth. Um, and again, that doesn't seem like a huge number, but but it does happen. And it, in my opinion, it is important to screen people for this. Um, but your thyroid hormone is obviously uh, very important um, for your metabolic functions and just, you know, <laughs> um, lots, I mean, lots of things. Um, so, um, so again, because it is actually pretty common to see a big shift in your thyroid hormones, um, during pregnancy and then after pregnancy, it's important to run a full thyroid panel. So that includes, you know, your TSH, a thyroid simulating hormone, um, free T3, free T4. And then I like to throw in antibodies as well, because sometimes, um, we find, um, almost incidentally that people have like autoimmune thyroid conditions. And if we, if we know about it, then we can, you know, we can treat it and, and help you to feel better. Amazing. I hope everyone's feeling like they can just kind of land in your practice and be cared for. That's how I feel. I'm like, oh, I can just show up and Anna would take care of me. Um, <laughs> it's true because it's true. So you also mentioned herbs and then some other treatment options for postpartum fatigue and stress. Do you want to talk about some of the four herbs that you mentioned and those other interventions? Yeah. So, um, in the article, I talk about ashwagandha, um, shatavri, chamomile, and tulsi. Um, so ashwagandha, um, and shatavri are both adaptogenic herbs. And so what that means, um, is they kind of adapt to your stress response. So those two herbs in particular can really help you feel, um, or I guess manage, feelings of stress, um, and kind of lessen, you know, the, the burden, I guess that, that stress can have in your life. Um, and so I love ashwagandha, um, for the postpartum period in particular, um, it can help with sleep. It can help with your energy levels. And then again, just kind of reduce that feeling of stress. Um, shatavri is also really nice. Um, it's known as a female tonic, um, and can also help, you know, balance hormones. Um, it has been used for lactation support as well. Um, so all of these things are safe in breastfeeding just to, you know, <laughs> mention that, but, um, but yeah, so it can be helpful for supporting lactation, um, helping to balance your hormones, help with sleep, um, and, you know, help with your energy levels, which is really nice. Um, and then chamomile and Tulsi, I like because they are really helpful for, for sleep. And sometimes, um, you know, in the postpartum period, you'll find that you get to a point where maybe your baby is sleeping for longer stretches, but it's harder for you to fall asleep. Um, and maybe that's because you're kind of um, stuck in this pattern of like, you were waking up maybe every two to three hours and then your baby all of a sudden is sleeping for six hour stretches. And you're like, Oh wait, okay. My baby's asleep, but I'm still awake and I can't fall asleep. Um, so, you know, chamomile and Tulsi are really helpful for that. Um, and it's nice to kind of have a, a lovely evening ritual of a warm cup of tea before bed. And, um, you know, while your baby's asleep, um, to just kind of relax your body and get ready to get some shut eye. <laughs> I love that. And it, especially like just staying hydrated can be mm -hmm. so hard when you, your whole focus is on supporting a little one. And so just like having something yummy to drink, you know, you guys mm -hmm. can add some honey to your tea or some lemon. 
And just drinking some of these throughout the day can be a really great way to not only get some medicinal herbs, but stay hydrated. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which is so important. Um, and then last thing is acupuncture. So you are an acupuncturist. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about like why. Yeah. Tell us all the things about acupuncture. Yeah. So I love acupuncture and I'm biased obviously, cause I'm an acupuncturist, but, but it, it's, it works so well. And one of the reasons why I love it, especially during pregnancy, um, is that it's just needles. So it's not, you don't have to worry about acupuncture, um, you know, interacting with any medications or, you know, there, the, a lot of people before they start acupuncture will ask me, is there medicine in the needles? Like, are you putting medicine in my body? And the answer is no, the needles are not medicated. They're just plain old needles that we're, um, placing in very particular points to stimulate, um, your body's own healing response. So we're not using anything. It's just needles, which is awesome. Um, so I love it during pregnancy, especially for nausea, sleep, um, all of those kind of nagging musculoskeletal concerns that pop up during pregnancy. Um, and then in the postpartum period, same thing. Again, if you're, especially if you're breastfeeding, um, there's, there's nothing to worry about as far as, you know, medication or anything like that, that could interact or affect your breast milk. Um, so acupuncture is just so lovely. It's so, it's so great for stress reduction, amazing for sleep. Um, and again, going back to the musculoskeletal complaints that maybe you had during pregnancy, sometimes those things kind of show back up in the postpartum period as your body is healing and, um, you know, adjusting to all of these changes. So, um, yeah, I, I highly, highly recommend acupuncture. It's also a nice like hour of time that you get to yourself that you can just unwind, relax, um, and not have to worry about anything. Yeah. You cite a study in your article that acupuncture is able to significantly reduce depression, anxiety, and stress scores. Uh, if it was a pill, I mean, how much, well, how much a hundred dollars a dose would be, you know, <laughs> right. how much that would cost. So, and like you said, the beautiful thing is there's no side effects. There's no chemicals. It's completely safe. Um, so thank you for doing all this work to not only do this podcast, but put all of this together in an article and then also give people the links to the articles that support the evidence you're summarizing. So you have 46 articles linked <laughs> in this article or sorry, 46 studies linked in this article that people can go read because what I always tell folks is like don't take our word for it don't take anyone's word for it uh-huh. a men ID or it didn't happen right like you need the source for the paper to back up what's being said so Dr. Anna could have chosen a lot of herbs in this article she chose four she chose four that are proven to be safe proven to be effective right so this is the type of thing you guys should take advantage of, but also schedule a discovery call with Dr. Anna. If you haven't already pick her brain for a few minutes, ask her like, Hey, I'm thinking about getting pregnant or I am pregnant or I'm postpartum, or I never got back to where I wanted to be after I had my kids. What should I do? She is on your side. She can help you with this. So thank you, Dr. Anna for being with us today. Again, another ask Dr. Anna segment. We will see you <laughs> next week. <laughs> Bye.